This is a 980 CKNW podcast. You are live with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here in studio. I've got John Beeler with me today. And we've got a super interesting show. We uh, have uh, an immigration lawyer uh, coming up uh, on our next segment. Uh, his name is Richard Curland. Uh, talk about the upcoming Huawei hearing happening here in Vancouver on Monday and what it all means from a geopolitical sense and an immigration sense as well. It's fascinating. It's fascinating. And it actually echoes a lot of stuff that happened back in the 90s as well when uh, the U.S. and China had a, a little trade war. And so we're going to make all those dots connect. We will also be talking about a really cool concert technology called Peaks. If you like going to concerts, but sometimes wish that you could have more control over certain elements of the music, whether that uh, you want maybe the voice or vocals louder, or maybe the guitar is lower, well, there's a, a system now that will let you do that. And we'll uh, talk all about that as well. And John, you just got a new iPhone 11 Pro. And we'll talk about that experience because I thought it was pretty interesting. But let's talk about uh, some of the news uh, right now. Uh, this one was interesting, John. Uh, is it 100,000 fake artificial intelligence photos, uh, headshots put onto stock photo companies? So basically, uh, a, a large volume of computer-generated people, their photographs, their headshots, yes. have been released into the world this is the kind of thing that a lot of companies and a lot of people would buy from a stock photography site. Yes. No longer necessary. No. Because these are free. That's interesting. And you've got to check these out online because they actually look very, very real Yeah, in a scary way. Well, the interesting part, though, is whenever you have stock photography models, you have to get releases and all this other types of sort of legal stuff that you have to sort out. Uh, you don't have to do that anymore. Also, you're not having a risk of someone being recognized. You know, when you use that stock photo to show like a burglar or something like that, that person's not going to get, you know, called on by their friends. Like, hey, it's the burglar. You know, like um, these are all fake people. These aren't real people. They're composites of hundreds of thousands of people. And uh, it's really interesting how lifelike these look. I was quite amazed. Yeah. But, you know, if you get a chance, you've got to, you've got to Google that because it is uh, super interesting. I want to tell you a quick story, John. Um, I, I briefly talked about this before the, uh, the program, uh, but I, as uh, we've told many times here, <laughs> I bought a new Tesla. And, uh, you know, just learning all the ropes about having uh, an electric vehicle and the charging. I still haven't got like one of the big chargers in my home. So I'm basically using the, the little mobile charger that came with the Tesla that right. you can plug into a regular wall socket. Right. And so I don't park my Tesla in my garage because I just have a lot of crap in there. <laughs> so I have to park it outside of the garage. And obviously I have to have the power cable. Uh, I plug it into the garage and I run it underneath the garage door. And then that way I plug the little thing into my, my Tesla. Right. So it kind of looks like a, like a, the same kind of thing you'd have like at a gas station. Like it's this big plug. It's not like yes. just a small little extension cord. It's, it's still a big kind of gun gas pumpy kind of thing that you have to attach to your vehicle. Yeah. So I went away on a trip a couple of weeks ago and I had my son drive us to the airport uh, in my Tesla. And as I was unplugging my Tesla, I remember looking down at the little, the block, like the main part of it. Um, it's like outside of the garage. And I thought, you know, 
I wonder if it's safe leaving this out here because... Is it branded? Yeah. Tesla. Like a big T on it? Big T on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just thought, you know, what if someone like just unplugs it from the cord and steals it? And no word of a lie, uh, my son drops us off at the airport, gets home, it's gone. Some jerk came into my driveway and stole my charger. And you know what? They're not cheap, John. No. There's several hundred dollars. It's a Tesla product. It's a Tesla product. So if you do have an electric <laughs> car and you charge it outside and driving in my neighborhood, there's actually a lot of Teslas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of them are being charged outside. Make sure that uh, you take that, that little charging thing inside or put it in your trunk when you're not using it. Don't be like Mike. Don't be stupid like me. Uh, so I had to buy a new one and I thought I don't have the money for a Tesla one right now. So I found one on Amazon, uh, a simply it's called simply work and 200 bucks. It's not bad. Hopefully it doesn't catch on fire. I no, I hope not. It got, it got, <laughs> it got four and a half stars out of five. Um, but I'm actually quite pleased with it because I'll tell you something, uh, Plugging it into your regular wall outlet, it's not the fastest charge. It's the right. slowest charge you can get. With my Tesla charger, when I did that, I was getting about eight kilometers of charge per hour. Right. With this new one, 10. So it worked out better for me. We'll just have to make sure your house doesn't burn down. Hopefully the house doesn't burn down, and, and hopefully I remember to keep doesn't unplugging it <laughs> and putting it in my trunk when I'm not using it. Uh, let's look at some other news. Uh, if you are an Amazon Alexa user, you've got one of their speakers, their Echo speakers, you can finally use Apple Music. Yes. Everyone's starting to get along. Yes. Well, everyone wants to make money. Right. <laughs> so uh, I think that's a great thing. I've got a few Amazon Alexa devices uh, in my home. Um, my Sonos, I've got powered by Alexa as well. So being able to use Apple Music is fantastic. Just I'm being excited. able to have any option, you're not sort of locked out by these walled gardens anymore on any device that you want to use is great. It's weird. I'm doing the show right now. And as we're talking about Alexa, I get an email from them. (laughs) (laughs) They are always listening. Are they? Are they? Okay. We have a really cool show and I, I I want you to stay tuned because we're going to be talking about a few things. Uh, John bought a new uh, iPhone pro 11 and we're going to talk about his experience. It was kind of fun. And we will also be talking about a new uh, concert experience uh, for the Elton John concert uh, coming up. It's actually three of them. I did not know he was in town, number one. (laughs) And he's here for three nights. So Saturday, Sunday, and Tuesday night. If you want to have control, complete control of the actual audio, like everything from the guitars, the keyboard, to the vocals, there's a new technology called Peaks, spelled P-E-E-X. And uh, it'll be available at the venue for you to rent and try out. Hmm. We're going to have their uh, chief technology officer, on the show to talk all about it. Very cool. I'm excited to actually try this because I'm going to go and try it. You're listening to Get Connected here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You are back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here in studio. I've got an interesting guest here with me uh, today. We're going to talk about Huawei. His name is Richard Curlin. He is an immigration lawyer and a policy analyst uh, with uh, a lot of knowledge about uh, China and politics and 
I wanted to uh, have him on the program to talk about uh, the upcoming trial for the uh, or hearing for the Huawei CFO that uh, uh, is cooling her heels here in Vancouver. Thanks for joining us, Richard. Oh, it's a pleasure and an honor. Um, have we seen this before? I don't even know where to begin here. Oh, uh, you know, so you know the CFO arrested here in Vancouver on behalf of the Americans. Big trade disputes going on. Is history repeating itself? Is this something we saw back in the 90s? Well, yeah. In the 90s, uh, Unearth was a uh, then-classified secret memo from our Canadian embassy in Beijing that recounted the U.S.-China trade dispute negotiations, a U.S. sanctions hit list, a China sanctions hit list, plus military arms sales to Taiwan. The difference is that memo is dated October 1992. And so we have the same set of circumstances, the same soup today. So uh, past is present, uh, we managed to get through it before, we'll manage to get through it again. If you fast forward to today, what's different uh, with Huawei CFO, Ms. Meng, uh, being uh, subject to you know, millionaire detention lifestyle, uh, is the trade negotiation between China and the U United States. President Trump directly implicated himself into the mix, suggesting that if uh, mm -hmm, China gives a bid on trade negotiations, well, maybe United States can have another look at uh, the Huawei extradition case. Uh, that's not kosher. So it is political in your uh, in, my in your view, eyes. Uh, it uh, it is an, an almost akin to an abusive process. Uh, you don't become a trade hostage, uh, maintained even in a millionaire lifestyle in Canada. Angered naturally would be China. Uh, political capital would be gained by Canada, but uh, will the U.S. pay the bill? Eventually, who knows? I don't think Trump's paying any bills. There we <laughs> go. What I understand, um, and so. What's happening next? Uh, this coming week, we're going to see the uh, continuation of the extradition matter. We're going to see Defense Council seek uh, the discovery of additional information and documents. January is when the fun begins. That's when uh, we get to the meat and potatoes. We get to the uh, hearing of the extradition case. This week is more technical. Uh, we may be in for a couple surprises, though. Uh, what do you think? Well, I know that in my cases, when my clients are detained, arrested by CBSA, Canada Border Services Agency, there is an audio-visual recording made of the multi-hour interrogation. Where's the tape now? All that we've seen released is the airport tape. Secondary examination, we see uh, a bevy of officers floating around uh, Ms. Meng during uh, a customs inspection. But where's the real nitty-gritty? You know, the worst case for Canada is, in terms of an economic outcome is what I'm calling the Chief Dan George moment. That's when, for example, in 20, 25 seconds of that interview, one lone tear falls down the cheek of the Huawei CFO. That's going to go viral in China. China loses face. China must retaliate against Canada for the continued detention of this person. 
I don't see a, a good outcome for anyone concerned. Haven't they already retaliated? They've got uh, a couple Canadians they've detained. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that continued detention truly is at the heart of this. That's unacceptable. Um, I, I'm sure that uh, this is receiving the highest priority from global affairs and the government of Canada, election or no election. Uh, but uh, I think we ain't seen nothing yet. Uh, they're going to have to slam dunk some additional serious consequences uh, that will have bite. Why do you think Canada did this in the first place? Mm. Like, was there political pressure from the U.S. to arrest her? Well, you know, now we're going into th- the realm of speculation. Yeah. And uh, normally the Americans would give a heads up to Canada uh, for the anticipated arrival of the person concerned at Vancouver International. Uh, but this is a high profile matter. And uh, the normal rules of the game require um, CBSA to notify the prime minister's office for the thumbs up, thumbs down. Don't forget, this was during the one-year pre-election. I am speculating, but imagine this. The PMO handlers would say, goodness gracious, we're going to have a dispute between Washington and Beijing. We can position our Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, as a statesman, globally negotiating peace between two of the largest economies on the planet, nightly broadcasts, political capital up the yin-yang and show me the political opposition who can naysay what our prime minister will be doing on the global stage. So thumbs up to the arrest. I don't think they had a clue who was being arrested. Really? They did not anticipate (laughs) the connections between that person and the leadership of the government of China. Uh, I think it was a gross miscalculation. I'm also, you know, concerned that the SNC-Lavalin uh, disclosure, cabinet disclosure for our then Justice Minister, uh, Attorney General uh, Jody Wilson Reibel, was extended only as far back as SNC. It wasn't extended to cover the extradition case in Huawei. Why not? I suspect there's more to tell. And if uh, Jody were given permission to disclose, as she's been given permission to disclose in SNC, we'd have another chapter in that new book of hers. So many things to unravel here. Um, Big criticism of Huawei uh, from many people, governments, especially Trump uh, Mm. and the U.S., that Huawei is basically an arm of the Chinese government. It is. Uh, But in fairness, you have to look at the other side. Uh, Because of um, legislation in the United States, like the Patriot Act, so is Google, so is Apple. So is any database on American soil. It's subject to American intelligence legally, legitimately, peeking under the hood and gathering your personal information. So so the same laws that China would have for their companies to disclose information, the Americans have that as and well. And it's a question of trust and faith. Yeah. <laughs> and it comes down to money. I mean, will the Americans milk those communication systems to better their position in global trade? China would, but yes. would the U.S. do it? And if so, who? When you have at the highest level in China the amalgamation of political interests and economic interests, that's one scenario. Can the same be said on the American side? I'm not sure. How do you think this is all going to play out? I mean, well, January is a long ways away still. 
It is. Um, for my, I have $20 writing on this. 20 bucks. 20 bucks says <laughs> that if there's a bad news day during the last 10 days of the election campaign, yeah. this is a game-changing card. And all the Prime Minister's office needs do is say extradition canceled, channel changed. Bad hair day or no bad hair day for the Prime Minister. But so that, that would piss if, off the Americans, though. Exactly. Yeah. A favorable electoral response from Canada yeah. prior to voting. But that, again, is speculation. How I really think it'll end, I suspect the case has developed a compelling argument for breach of charter rights, for abuse of process, and uh, we'll let the judicial process uh, make that final determination. I don't think uh, uh, Ms. Meng's going to be in Canada for years to come, as some say. You think it'll get rectified sooner yep. than later? Uh, that's, that's what I anticipate. That's what I hope. Because it's kind of similar situation to back in the 90s when there was some tension exactly. there. Exactly. I think the, the, the wild card was President Trump. I've never seen a human trade hostage before mixed into the soup between uh, U.S.-China trade negotiations. It's, it's uh, unprecedented. We're talking with Richard Curlin. He is an immigration lawyer and policy analyst. I want to thank you for joining us on the program today. I mean, we could talk for hours about this, but uh, uh, we'll see what happens uh, coming up Monday, I guess, and yeah. where that all goes. I think everything's going to get connected. Thanks. When we come back from the break, we've got a lot more to talk about. We're going to be talking about a cool new technology for concert goers, especially if you're going to be attending the Elton John concert in Vancouver. You're listening to Get Connected here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You are back with Get Connected. Mike and John here in studio. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking about uh, taking your concert experience to the next level, being able to control the actual sound and the music yourself. Elton John uh, playing uh, in Vancouver here uh, tonight, Sunday and Tuesday. And uh, we've got uh, some interesting stuff to tell you how you can uh, make that all happen. Uh, let's talk about iPhone 11 just came out uh, Friday. They've got a couple different versions, the iPhone 11, iPhone 11 Pro in two different sizes. You went down to the Apple store and and got one. I did. I pre-ordered it. Yes. Uh, a week ago-ish. Online? Online, yeah. Okay. Just using the phone, uh, the app, the, apps, the Apple Store app. And they set up a, uh, you get to pick your reservation time. You show up. Somebody greets you, takes you in, gets you a spot on their little counters. Um, what they, what I did this time differently than I previously have done is normally I would sell my old iPhone after I get the new one. Yes. Or you know, pass it on to a family member or a friend or something like that. Um, Apple now has trade-ins. Okay. And they're fairly generous. Yeah. As long as your device isn't you know screen smashed and the camera still works, that kind of thing. Uh, so you can. You can look up on apple.ca what the trade-in value of your older phone is. I had an iPhone 10, uh, 256 gig, and I was offered $490 on paper for my device with them uh, without them seeing it. Okay. So I thought, okay, this would be a cool experience. I could probably sell it for a little bit more, but right now Craigslist is flooded with people upgrading. With iPhone 10s. <laughs> right. So you're competing with everybody else and it's a race to the bottom. Yeah. Um, so the hassle factor of Craigslist as well, you've got to find a safe place to do the exchange. Yeah. No one likes doing that. No. No. So I thought, let's do the trade-in, save a little bit of hassle, not quite as much money back, but you know, considering I paid $1,600 for that iPhone 10. Yes. 
right? Uh, a couple years ago. Yeah. But it is a two-year-old device. Yeah. Still great condition. Um, so I went in and I was really surprised how painless the trade-in process was because first of all, you don't need the packaging. You don't need your case. You don't need your cables, your headphones. You just need the phone. Okay. So that they don't it, care about any of the other stuff. They're going to just throw it away if you do bring it in. Okay. Or, they'll or recycle it. Yes. Landfill, recycle, whatever. Um, so I, and I actually heard that ahead of time. So I knew I didn't have to bring anything. But what you do want to do, though, before you do the trade-in process, is you want to turn off Find My iPhone and back up your phone. I was still using it right up until the, uh, till the appointment. But I had already downloaded all my photos, my iCloud backups, all that kind of stuff. So I was ready to swap phones and move forward. Um, I get there. I give them my phone. And she had uh, an, a little um, terminal with a bunch of questions that she had to sort of verify on my phone. Check the screen for scratches. Check the ports were clean, not uh, um, uh, damaged. Uh, check that the camera worked. And that was it. And you got 490? 490. Huh. Pretty good. And so the kind of the weird thing was, though, they actually give you a physical gift card. Okay. That they scan and then you can use that to apply towards your purchase of your replacement phone. What if you just ran away with that gift card? You could just do that too. Okay. Yeah. So you could just bring in your phone. Yeah, you don't have to buy a new phone. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so, I mean, they're pretty good. I mean, right now on Craigslist, sort of the low end of the spectrum is between six and $700. So you're not really saving that much. Yeah, maybe- Or gaining much. Maybe a hundred bucks. Maybe a hundred bucks if you're lucky, um, especially with a such a- uh, dense marketplace right now yeah especially after a new iphone launch so i thought that was great they i think i think graham in the office did that as well yeah yeah yeah. so it it was a very painless experience uh highly recommend it they will just they'll help you you know reset your phone take out the sim card migrate to the new phone and you can even just stay in in the store and download all your stuff uh from icloud i wonder what they do with the old ones i think they probably sell them through distributors somewhere else because it's still a really good phone. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they do tests on the battery or if they just sort of pass it forward as is. Yeah. Um, but presumably, they would also repack it with you know a fresh set of headphones and a, and a charge block and cable. And so what do you think of the phone? It's fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Which color did you get? Midnight green. Of course. Yeah. And I got the pine green case. Oh, I'm so, yeah. Look at that. Because I found, I, I wanted the, the clear case to show off the pine or the, the emerald the midnight green. The midnight green. I have to get yes. it right. Um, but I found that the clear case was just a little too slippery, and I don't want to drop my expensive device. No, we're going to have to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, a technology called Peaks. P E E X. I don't know how to spell anymore. Uh, lets you control the concert experience, and uh, it'll be used uh, tonight. Sunday and Tuesday at the Elton John concert. He's been a supporter of this for a few years now. You're listening to Get Connected here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You are back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with John Beeler. I want to talk about something cool now as far as technology, technology and music. There's an upcoming Elton John concert or concerts happening here in Vancouver. Saturday night, that's tonight, Sunday and Tuesday. Well, you can make that experience even more personalized. We're going to be talking about a technology called Peaks, spelled P-E-E-X. On the line, we've got one of the co-founders and their chief technical officer. His name is Graham Tull. Thanks for joining us. 
Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I want to explain to the listeners and how this all works, and you're probably the best person to explain this to because you actually made it. Uh, <laughs> what, is this, what is this all about? Well, um, the basic concept comes from uh, my original thinking that wouldn't it be great fun to be able to really get that sort of personalized uh, focus on certain players on stage, certain uh, elements of any given song or any given part of the show. And um, uh, actually, I mean, this is going to sound um, like I'm really playing to the Canadian audience, but my favorite band, I have to think, not too hard, is, is Rush. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, great musicians, great players, and I saw them live many times. Um, I play guitar myself, so my original uh, hopes in life were perhaps to be a guitar player in a rock band and do something not dissimilar, um, but a little thing called talent and timing and various other things got in the way. So, uh, um, But for me, that connection between a fan and the band on stage is, uh, is something really quite special it's all the reasons in the world to go uh, and see your favorite artist live uh, there's nothing quite like it um but there are occasions where you're compromised with the sound you can receive uh and peaks and the ideas behind it were really to get that problem um neutralized and you know we've got great technology and great engineers running live shows these days and there's no doubt about it but the rooms that they have to set up in and sometimes outdoors uh, they don't always lend themselves to the best acoustics. Um, that, that's not a, a slight against anyone because I know everybody's got you know skin in the game and sometimes gets a little bit worried that what Peaks is is uh, a solution to the problems of people. It's, it's absolutely not that. It's a solution for people. So the better the sound engineers, even the better the acoustics in the venue, it, it makes really little difference because the physics are the physics and sound has rather like a piece of string or a cable a nasty habit of turning itself into knots when you turn your back on it for two seconds <laughs> so uh, depending on where you're sat you're not guaranteed to get the clarity and the detail that is coming directly from uh, from stage so peaks gives uh, a solution to that by producing a transmission from uh, audio directly uh, sourced from the stage so every instrument every channel we uh, we mix into in this instance for Elton uh, five stems, um, the first of which has Elton his piano and some vocals backing vocals on it, and then we got Davy Johnson on guitar on the second channel. Um, actually, I'm not sure it will uh, come across on the uh, the screen too well, but if I hold that up, um, you get a sort of an approximation of uh, uh, the mixer that the users have available to them, and each of those sliders will give you the ability to set a relative volume for each of those instruments. So the user, the user is actually wearing a pair of headphones uh, yeah, they're, plugged they're, into a device. Correct. And, and they're designed by us specifically to allow maximum ambient sounding. We don't want the fan going to the show feeling isolated from the room. Uh, we don't want them feeling isolated from the crowd or all that energy, which is, as I said, one of the you know, life-affirming reasons for live music, in my opinion, at least. Um, so the, the earpieces we've designed let in a significant amount of the room sound. Now that creates a unique problem which we had to address very early on. Um, uh, I'm sure a few of your listeners will have remembered a bit of um, uh, high school physics, but uh, the speed of sound and the speed of light are orders of magnitude indifference. So if you're sat, let's say, 100 feet from the, the sound source, the PA, the speaker stacks that you see hanging from the, uh, the lighting rigs, etc., 
very approximately, the sound will take about 100 milliseconds to travel from the cone of the speaker to your ears at 100 foot distance. Our system with a, a radio uh, broadcast is going to deliver that same uh, digital quality audio to your receiver and ultimately to your ears uh, at the speed of light. So we have to delay the, re the, the replay or the playback of the digital signal to align and synchronize perfectly with the sound coming from the PA. So put that into you know, a little bit more visual uh, terms. If you imagine standing at your 100 foot distance from the stage and watching the snare drum uh, being hit by the drummer, uh, if we released the digital audio through peaks immediately, you'd hear that drum beat, and then 100 milliseconds later, you'd hear exactly the same drum beat a second time. Translate that to the whole audio spectrum of all of the instruments, all of the sounds, vocals, etc. And if we didn't do something about that, you'd end up with a chaotic sound rather than a, cl a clear, highly improved sound. So we have a patented technology where we analyze the audio before it even reaches the PA. And the data about that goes with the audio channels to the user's uh, peaks receiver. And then we do a, a complicated signal processing uh, uh, technique, which uh, allows us to um, uh, synchronize those two sources perfectly. Uh, the net effect of that is you can walk freely from the front of the room to the back and uh, and back again, and the system will keep your uh, perfect synchronization with the sound source. So it's a, a you know a beautifully aligned signal, and that then brings all of this digital clarity as a natural augmentation or overlay on top of that um, energetic visceral energy in the room, the room sound. So it's magic. <laughs> Uh, that's the other way. That's the short answer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I have to say, I, you know, it's easy to waffle on about it, which I probably just did. But uh, um, the truth of it is, is we tend to the fact that the, the uh, you know the capability exists because you you know after a while you take it for granted that wherever you're walking, you're going to get a perfect perfect sound. Um, and it's only sometimes if you're, you know, able to, to hear what the, uh, the issue is uh, without that solution that you realize just how awful it would be without. And, and I think doubly so if you had to rely on an isolating system. I mean, I, you know, I guess you guys are using closed cup uh, ear, earphones there. Uh, if, if you, um, you know, imagine wearing those at a concert, you really would feel like you were in, you know, a, a box of your own listening to the audio coming through a radio uh, you know station distant from the live event so we didn't want that to be a feature of the system which happily uh, uh, we've, we've overcome so how do uh, the the listeners at home if they're going to the Elton John concert one of these three days how do they participate in this what do they have to do it's pretty easy actually um, they can uh, get onto our website either uh, peaks.live or actually there's a subsite called rent r-e-n-t dot peaks dot live as you mentioned earlier peaks is p double -E x um and then they'll be able to find uh, the show including uh, tomorrow's show at uh, the rogers uh, arena and you can pre-order the peaks uh, receiver it's a rental um it's twenty dollars um plus tax uh if they use the um elton as a code uh not a very secret code but uh, if they put in elton in the code uh, panel they'll get 20 percent off that rental um, so that I think comes down to whatever sixteen dollars uh, plus uh, plus sales tax. And so uh, they get the little units, uh, they get the headphones with it, uh, but they do have to have yeah. a smartphone to make it all work, right? Yeah, that's a good point. So um, the app is free. It's Peaks uh, Live on both the Apple App Store and the Google App Store. 
you can download that probably best to do it in advance you're never too sure what the wi-fi um availability is going to be like you know at the venue um it's a free app uh they can download that they'll also get an order acknowledgement which they bring to the peaks booth which will be set up uh, uh on one of the major concourses in in the arena uh where they get uh, their order uh fulfilled so they as you said they get the peaks receiver it comes with a lanyard into which the headphones are integrated um so that you just wear comfortably around your neck uh, the headphones just drop to your shoulders so you've not got a tangle of cables you can pop them in take them out use them as often or as little as you want play with the mix or set the mix level and just uh, have a reinforcement of the pa it's it's there's no um you know purity you know puritanical approach to it it's it's really for the user to have a bit of fun with it but also if they really need it to improve the sound to their own preference well i'm excited to try this out uh you know i i always sometimes have an issue in concerts just depending where i'm sitting uh the vocals aren't always as clear for me so now i can actually adjust the levels uh whether i want better you know like higher vocals or you know higher guitar uh it's all my choice now i I, I think it'd also be kind of fun to sort of experiment and play with hearing the different instruments in isolation too i know i'm excited yeah uh graham i want to thank you so much Uh, we're out of time here Uh, again peaks.live is where they can go is that correct uh yeah there's peaks.live and you can click through from there to the actual ordering site which is rent r-e-n-t dot peaks dot live and uh if you mention the code elton you get 20 percent off Thanks, Elton John. Yeah. He's such I, a generous guy. <laughs> well, you know, what can I say? <laughs> that was uh, Graham Tull from Peaks. If you're going to the Elton John concert, you've got to check their website out uh, if you want to take that concert experience to the next level. When we come back from the break, it's Amazon Skills time. We've got a cool one for all the Friends fans out there. Stay tuned. You are back with Get Connected. Mike and John here. We've uh, got... Time for our Amazon Alexa skill of the week. And if you're a Friends fan, Friends fan, the TV show, this one's for you. Yes, it's the 25th anniversary of Friends. So I thought, let's have an Alexa skill. Sorry, 25th? 25th. Oh my God, I'm feeling super old. Okay, keep going. (laughs) So basically, you just need to say, Alexa, start Friends trivia, and she will start to quiz you on your knowledge of the TV show. I can't remember anything because it was 25 years ago. Well, some people have been binging the crap out of the show. My, my kids watch it. Yeah. I didn't realize it was 25 years. So what do you have to say to Alexa again? Alexa, start Friends Trivia. And we've just set off everyone's speaker. We did. Yeah, sorry. But it's free. Should we start clapping now? <laughs> uh, no, that's very cool. Yeah. I'm going to try that out. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how well my, my memory is. I think we were on a break is probably the only thing I can remember. Yes. It's a paste. That's all the time we have left for Get Connected. Don't forget to tune in to the App Show every Sunday here on Global News Radio, CKNW 980 from 10 to 11. It's also across the Chorus Radio Network uh, as well. And uh, we also have uh, our podcasts uh, and video podcasts. If you go to our website, getconnectedmedia.com, you can check us out on video. We're wearing the same outfit today. We look groovy. This is Mike and John. I want to thank Stephen uh, as well for uh, helping put this all together. See you again next time. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, TuneIn, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.